What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Smack Talk podcast. Now, I know before we get into it, there's no guest sitting here. Jack is on his way in. He's going to talk to us today about men's mental health, as this is the November special for the Smack Talk podcast. Uh, first time doing one of these, and the purpose of it basically is to have a laugh, put a smile on people's faces, a bit of lighthearted, because these are hard times people are going through. People's mental health have been very badly affected. Jack's currently campaigning and doing November, so it's not just about growing a creepy pedo mustache. There actually is purpose behind it. Uh, he's raising money and he's trying to spread awareness so we're going to see what it's all about we're going to learn a bit more about it i have obviously heard of movember so have a lot of people but what is the real nitty-gritty of it and what is men's mental health all about we'll find out more and have some laughs doing it with jack let's get into it all right everybody welcome today i've got the guest on jack mcclan he's here raising awareness for movember as i've said in the start part so thanks very much jack for coming on no bother good to be here uh really appreciate it so you're actually my first guest it's not actually family member related so congratulations That's a good uh, achievement it's uh I feel, I feel blessed to be here and we're socially distanced this is what four I'd and a half meters i'd say so at least a small person distance a, yeah <laughs> a legal midget a legal midget a legal midget between us but yeah so jack's raising awareness for uh movember and basically just thought it'd be a good opportunity to find out a wee bit more about movember so just how much have you raised so far raised just over 400 pound and so when is the end when can we donate up until i think for my fundraiser it's set just after the start of december like but i think it's just the whole month of november so basically to the end of november yeah, then yeah right okay so and if you do look to if you do want to donate where do you go to uh on my instagram the links in my bio okay so I, feel, I feel like a like a celebrity just link in bio like yeah link in bio well, welcome yeah, to the i big. feel like i should have a link tree to all my different <laughs> websites and but or yeah swipe up swipe up <laughs> get the money in right okay very good so if you want to donate that's just go to or else i think you can go to the november site if you just want to donate to like a general one yeah donate to general november yeah. very good so what exactly november what exactly is it and what are people giving their money for what are we doing with november so i'd act like i've seen over the last couple of years probably mostly rugby players growing their mustaches and always wondered like it looks cool when they do it, but they're ripped. Yours does not look as good. So <laughs> I look like I shouldn't be near school. But uh, yeah, so Movember is basically a movement for the whole month of November for promoting and basically talking about men's mental health and physical yeah. health. I think specifically it talks about mental health and men, pr- men's prostate cancer and um, what is the other one? Well, it's, it's just to do with physical and mental health, but... It's just getting people talking about it, and I think the whole, the whole thing about a mustache is when somebody looks at somebody with a mustache, they're thinking, "What's wrong?" What? Like, what, first of all, <laughs> what's wrong with you? And if you have a mustache and you're not doing it for November, you have to be able to pull it off, and most people can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people ask you what you're doing it for, it allows a conversation to open up. Oh, and, right, okay. Know, for things such as men's mental health, which isn't talked about a lot, mm-hmm. to be spoken about, so it opens up. Especially up to men. De- definitely not between men yeah. like, so it's just creating awareness about men's mental and physical health and you know men don't like to talk about physical health unless they're yapping about the men like the men's flu no no jesus christ no not at all i'm definitely one suspect for that too like for november for me actually it's been a good opportunity to actually just be scruffy i know uh, <laughs> i've just been i've been growing out the beard i've been loving it i just haven't had drink people go what are you doing that for i goes like well like I'm not doing November, but it's a good excuse to yeah. go out some fish. I feel like we've swapped positions now. I feel really burr without having, yeah. a, without having a beard. Like, I feel like I'm 10 times uglier without a beard. And I feel like a beard is... That's not saying much. I know, exactly. I've <laughs> gone from like a solid four and a half to a solid two. But uh, I feel like a beard is makeup for a man. 
sort of is sort of like covers up it's like i've actually noticed there's actually i put a tweet out there that it was a uh, no offense but you're better looking with a mask on oh. <laughs> like some i'm not even joking i put on a mask and be like you know what i think this is actually doing a few bits for me <laughs> like, yeah see when i'm walking down the street and i see people wearing a uh, mask outside mm-hmm. really like annoys me wearing them outside but now since i've done this I'm yeah buzzing. I'm bu- see when i come out of a shop wearing a mask i'm not taking it off until i get into the i'm car. leveling up i bought i bought a snood recently because i'm sick and tired of taking the mask and forgetting leaving the car so i take two steps and be like fuck do yeah. go back to the car so i've bought a snood and every time i leave the house i have my snood on and just pull up over my face i do look like i'm going to rob a shop oh. every time i go into it and the looks you get is horrific but it's a good excuse you know just i'm forgetful so it You're is what it is the game though like I Why? in queens in the mclea library mm-hmm you can just pick up as many free snoods as you want going in. Free snoods? Free snoods. And Fuck. they're telling you to lift as many as you want. Are they branded or are they just plain? Just, so they're like five different colours, like green, white, uh, red, black and stuff. No way. Navy. So I've been... Really? I've been selling them on the black I thought market. they would have been giving out the wee sketchy, dirty masks. I thought like, they'd be giving out the disposal ones, mm-hmm. but I suppose they're taking ten, like 10 grand a year off me, so they might as well give me a couple of snoods. <laughs> yeah, right now. Um, but yeah, I've been... Taken. I've probably got about 20 in the house just making the most of it. Might start selling them on eBay. Fuck. And there's no queen stuff on it. No I'm going up. I'm g- I you can just walk in and it's before you go in the barriers. Mm-hmm. So you can be like, oh, I don't take, have a to mask, get in. take a wee mask. And, oh, I forgot my student card. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> Maybe with the whole box. <laughs> <with> <laughs> yeah, actually, it's a full like, box under the door and something. Thanks for the cheese. And I just went back I in. Take, I, like when I go in with other people, I'm like, here, just take a couple there and no give, way. Me, give me them when we'll go up to the up to the desk I thought it was a revolution I keep telling Austin I'm like you should get on this snood wave like no, this no, is no, unbelievable no, like, this is, uh, they, they are pretty good though because mm-hmm. you can wear them especially now in the cold weather wear them around your neck as a scarf basically mm-hmm. and then just throw them up over the mouth seen, I've seen a boy the other day wearing a wearing a bandana oh <laughs> face. a friend and shop type face <laughs> yeah, literally like, that is cowboy like, that is terrible honestly cowboy spec I was like there's no chance I was really opposed to them at the start not like wearing them but just the physical look of them because yeah. they're like nappies for your face like I know and they don't even work them snoot like you can actually see my mouth through the white one that I got really? from Queens so that's definitely not stopping anything coming through I don't I think they don't care I honestly don't think they do anything it's all what, just for sure what, what the fuck what do I know like I'm I know. Not, we're not here to discuss masks and how no, practical no, they are not, no, we might get into how useless our government are in a wee bit but for yeah we'll get back on track with men's health not yeah. just the general world pandemic <laughs> that's going on in the minute but uh I suppose in Belfast as well, though, like, have you seen many, is there many people out, is there many people doing things, like, you're up in the library, is the numbers quiet, what way are universities getting on? Uh, like, it's actually pretty good in Belfast, I know a couple who are doing November as well, mm-hmm. and they've been doing, so, over the whole month of November, I'm doing 60 kilometres, of okay. either running, walking, or I'm doing, like, the salt bike in the gym, but uh, it's for... 60 kilometers because every hour globally 60 men commit suicide right okay so it's, it's it's one of those things on the website that you're trying to work towards i'm sitting on i'm actually pretty behind i'm sitting on 32 kilometers out of 60 and there's what 10 days left in november i rack that up so I'm gonna three kilometers to, a day i'm gonna have to do like a marathon just in one day to finish it off <laughs> that would be that would be me <laughs> so there, so i'll just do the 60 my brother was ringing me going like you're only on 32 and there's 10 days left i was like oh no i could bang out that 16 i could bang out the whole 16 what's the easiest day. like what do you get the furthest with with the least amount of effort uh like god like- time ways is the salt bike uh i don't know if you oh yeah yeah the they're br- bitch. brutal but <laughs> yeah. they take about eight minutes to do 5k 
when That's Roman right. takes about 25 minutes to do it. 12 minutes if you're in height of lockdown, you never on your life. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen because uh, Mo Farr does it. Mo Farr's on I'm a Celebrity, is he? Yeah, yeah. And they were like, he's here, it's mad the way Mo Farr did 12 minutes in the Olympics and people were breaking that over lockdown. Like, Shivani is 54 did it. <laughs> like 10. Putting up a photo sweating. I, I did that and I, I 100% picked the worst day to do it. It was blistering sun mm-hmm. and uh, ran with a jumper like a jacket on me yeah. but I decided to go the flattest route with the most downhill just to get the fastest time to put it up mm-hmm. like I I didn't cheat on it I, d- I did it I think it was like you used the elements in your favour used the elements but 100% people lied oh it had to have lied like there's but, no way I actually put up it was one of the first stories I properly talked down the camera I was like hold on a second here what is going on and the amount of replies like I've never seen anything like in my yeah, life yeah. I was like what the fuck is going on people were outraged like it's like hey, wait a second oh, wait no, a second brutal, brutal. but yeah so that's what I'm doing running but you see a lot of people out running now mm-hmm. around Belfast especially students and stuff running about the Holy Lands which is a bit different from the running we were different doing types about of, the Holy yeah. Land. different <laughs> types of running like uh, being w- sick for different reasons being <laughs> <laughs> <No>, yeah. <laughs> bus stop yeah I know but shout out to Conor McGovern actually Conor McGovern, yeah, yeah lead cover for that yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> big fan of the podcast so he yeah. is always comes last in the race isn't it folks <laughs> um, yeah so the library it's still busy for what you would th- like you would think it's dead mm-hmm. you, it should be dead yeah. but it's actually pretty busy and I've gone on to the floor for my degree and it's I couldn't get a seat sometimes oh, right. so it's, pre- it's pretty good it's, it's yeah. lively but uh, no it's uh, like I wish it was back to Back to, back, to the good, good, back to the good old days. Yeah, like, but the Holy Lands... The Holy Lands is not pumping. It is not pumping. It is more pits than ever, so... Oh, fuck me. And that's another thing with mental health with students as well. Yeah, probably suffering big time this year. It's like big time, because I don't know about you, but waking up in the Holy Lands, even if you're feeling good... <laughs> It's not great. ...is not the best place to be. No. Never mind if you're feeling bad. No, definitely so, not. like... Yeah, so it's 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 good to be back on Belfast. It keeps me young. Mm-hmm. That's why I went back to do another bit of study. Yeah. Cause I wanted to so for those students. students that aren't really doing anything and are waking up in the Holy Lands and stuff, what would the advice be for especially men and young fellas in the Holy Lands like, that maybe do enjoy the drink and are missing, like, say, their sports, like, get a football and stuff? What would be the main advice for them for their like mental health, really, with this whole lockdown? Like, what would you be doing if you're up and you need it in there at the minute? Yeah, so especially with no football at the minute. I know football will probably come back in the next couple of months with pre-season and stuff, but a lot of boys out in Belfast, you know, play a football. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the main things to go back home for. But uh, waking up in the Holy Lands, no class to go to. So you, you're basically just sitting in the pits yeah. all day <laughs> and logging into a Zoom call, drinking. The main thing is, like, overeating is so easy in Belfast yeah. when you're drunk and then when you're hungover as well. So it's like this terrible cycle. And you you know about it as well. Like, and me, I put on a serious amount of weight oh. in first year. Yeah. Uh, everyone does everyone goes to uni and puts on weight like, oh seriously it's, it's just a vicious cycle of drinking and then eating after having to eat chicken licking <laughs> after a night out and then the next day getting a booze or something yeah. so it's I, I think the most important thing is to get out of the house mm-hmm. and go for even a walk I know people when they're up in uni they're thinking like going for a walk it's a bit weird like you don't want to be seen leaving the holy lands to just go do a bit of exercise yeah. unless you're going to the PEC or something uh-huh. the gym but I think the most important thing is to keep a bit of exercise in your life. Mm-hmm. Even try and bring up cooked meals from home. So you have yeah. a set. Prep something. Prep. Even if you have to bang it in the microwave. Like, like you're a bodybuilder getting ready for, you know. Would you actually have a video of the boys like rice cakes? All these rice cakes. Yeah, rice cakes. Yeah, <laughs> and fish. Fish. 
race and race gigs. But uh, don't need to go that extreme. But something. What about like setting? So maybe you not want to do like real exercise, just something to help your mental health, like a certain sort of target for steps a day, like stuff like that. Like, what would you recommend for that? Yeah. So I know, like the general one is ten thousand uh-huh. steps a day. Um, but you could probably you could easily you could easily get that. If, if you're walking the well, you don't really walk class, but if you're just getting out and stretching the legs, if like you're you just easy getting out, it, it's all about getting out. Yeah, if you don't sit on the sofa and play FIFA all day and all know, that sort of stuff, it's like so easy to do that, and especially with Zoom classes, I mm. feel I feel like the university isn't pushing uh, the facilities that they have for mental health, especially now. Yeah, because students normally, when we were in uni and stuff, they you could go out to class, you're talking to your mates in class. And then you're coming back and talking to your mates at home as well. So you're getting that interaction with yeah. people. But if you're sitting on a Zoom call, first of all, you don't even turn on your camera mm-hmm. and you don't even you want you don't want to unmute your mic. Yep. So you're not yeah. talking to anybody else. And the uni need to be pushing uh, counselling and yeah. stuff. But uh, that's another issue with Jesus. boys not wanting to go to counselling. Yeah. Um, no, like I don't know any boy in uni that has went and used a counsellor no, in, in university, do you? That I don't think I've ever. I think I read a stat because I was doing a little stat reading before all this, and it was out of the hundred percent of people that go and use like counselor facilities and stuff, less than thirty percent are men. Really? Less than thirty. Yeah. So it was sitting around like twenty-seven percent or something out there, and these are stats as of the past year, so twenty nineteen. Yeah. Full yeah. years finished. Because uh, yesterday was International Men's <coughs> Day, which wouldn't have thought it, but wouldn't have thought <laughs> it. Some people don't think that it should even be a thing. A thing. Every day is International Men's Day. Because <laughs> every other day except for Mother's Day and International Women's Day is a Men's man's day. day. Oi, oi. But, <laughs> but yeah, so yesterday there's stats going about the internet like mad. And I seen one similar to yours. 31% of men, 31% of male students mm-hmm. don't believe that their negative mental health issue that they have is bad enough to go see a counsellor. Really? Yeah. yeah. So. Fuck. That's them sitting at home mm-hmm. thinking about it all day, and not ha- not having anybody to talk to. That's, that's, we're gonna uh, people kill me for my analogies, but it's like you walk into a room, you're like, oh, the lights are off, and you turn on the switch. Like you realize there's a problem there, yeah, and you need to go do something. About it. Turn on the fucking switch. It's the same with your mental health, really. Like you're very aware that there's something not right with you, yeah, but you just refuse. It goes, no, we'll just stay in the dark. I'm not turn on the switch today. Yeah, that's as simple as that, really. I think that's a good analogy. I don't know. Austin kills me. For, Austin kills me for the oh, issues. Sh- what the fuck are you talking about? I like about? it. I like it. Yeah. So like, if you are struggling, why do men not go and get the help? What do you think it is that stops them apart from like this like macho persona and like men don't reach out for help? Like, what is the real problem that men are having? Is it that they're afraid someone's going to laugh at them? Like, what do you think it is? Yeah. Stops them. I think it's very hard for you always hear people talking about toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't be a, a phrase that I would use, but yeah. um, it's basically saying that men think that if they ask for help, that they're weak, mm-hmm. which is which obviously isn't the case. It isn't the case, but it's totally understandable the way they think that mm-hmm. because men, like you know me, I talk about my emotions. Yeah. Very easily. Sometimes too much. Oh, no, I'm joking. Sometimes there's no, there's no such too thing much. too much. I know, but other people think that they can't speak to and maybe it's their their mates as well that yeah. if they go to open up to somebody and they get the like they get the piss taken out of them mm-hmm. and then that means they just shut off straight away but um i think they find it well i i don't know exactly why men find it so difficult but mm-hmm. i think it's just that thing that's been pushed into boys from since they're a young age about get you on have to be it. a man you have to be the breadwinner in a household mm-hmm. all these all these stereotypes that are just 
pushing men to a cliff. And yeah. it's only it's not even strong men that can walk away from the cliff. It's people who just see that wee bit of light that they can go ask for help. Yeah. And they walk from the cliff, but sometimes that just pushes people over the edge. They see no other way almost, yeah. And they see no other way, and that's why the suicide rate for men is yeah, that's an, I didn't want this to be overseas, but we're going down that route now. It's a thing, suicide with men. Before I actually move on to that, there's something I want to talk about that I skipped over with the student thing. If you live in a house and you're seeing someone that's maybe not going to their Zoom class, is sitting there, not getting interaction, locking themselves in the room, what should you do? You're, you see one of your friends and you can see this person probably isn't being themselves. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the best thing for you to do for them? Should you just properly approach and go, look, what's wrong with you? Because I know for myself, like, if someone comes and go, what's wrong with you? You go, nothing conversation done yeah move on and while we're neither of us are experts here there's some things i feel like you can do to sort of help and we'll try and put something together here that sort of if you do notice a friend going through something what you should do or what you could try to do maybe so what do you think yeah it's it's very easily to miss those like small changes in somebody's behavior mm-hmm. whether like because sometimes you don't know if they're going to class they might just sit in the room all day yeah you don't know what they're at but i think especially for me being in uni um, and living in the house with the boys uh, going into somebody's room mm-hmm. during the day and just sitting there and having a chat with them for maybe half an hour and s- sometimes it turns into a couple hours yeah but i think if you see that somebody's struggling you should actively try and take them out of the situation that they're at sitting in the room alone mm-hmm. depressed taking them out of that situation and going for a walk so environmental change almost yeah yeah taking yeah. them because Go rob some snoods if you want from go the library. Just do anything. From the library. Do something. Go for a coffee. Go for a boozum. Mm-hmm. Classic wee boozum. Yeah. Because I like I was listening to some podcasts and they were talking about addiction mm-hmm. and they were saying that people relapse for a wide range of addictions. Mm-hmm. They were talking about actually gaming as an addiction. Right. Okay. So they were talking about these people that were addicted to gaming that would sit all day on their chair, wear nappies so they don't have to go to the toilet. What? Yep. So they're playing like World of Warcraft and stuff all day. And there was people who went and to like a rehab center mm-hmm. and then came back. And because they were going back to the same situation, the same environment, the same room, mm-hmm. the relapse because they're in the same environment. Yeah, so that environment encourages a certain behavior sort of thing. So you like, need to remove them from that environment and take them to somewhere else, even back, back into your room. Just talk to them and ask them because boys don't want to open up. But if you ask enough times and are yeah. actually genu- genuinely interested in somebody's mental health, mm-hmm. they will open up to you. Like I give like I can be one of the fucking hardest people to get any sort of sympathy from. I can be very sarcastic, try to take the piss out of everyone. But if someone ever came to me with a problem and you think this, you can relate this to them, mate. You have maybe if someone ever came to me and goes, Look, I'll just I'm not feeling I'm not feeling well that or mental health, they're not that abrupt, but to say like oh, I'm just having a hard time at home at the minute. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit there take the piss out of you. No. Like what sort of lunatic would do yeah, that? Yeah. Like And I think people think that their friends will take the yeah. piss out of them if they come forward. But like that's the best thing because it allows you just to have a conversation. That's mm-hmm. the most important thing, to have a conversation and open up. And that's the first step yeah. of recognizing. The first step of something is recognizing it. Yeah. And then you It's probably go, the hardest bit. Yeah, that is the hardest bit. And you can go from there. And the most important thing is not to drink your sorrows away because it's so easy. It's, it's a thing yeah. where if you're sad, you break open a wee glass of wine mm-hmm. or for us, you get a bottle of buck. Bottle of buck. But you drink alcohol is a depressant. <laughs> yeah. And no matter how good you feel for them a couple of hours when you're drunk, the next day you'll feel worse feel worse and you're going to wake up back in that toxic environment again yeah back in the same environment then eat again and weight is a big factor with depression mm-hmm. like i when i was overweight you weren't in the best mindset 
no and, and i think the best thing is to get out and be active and if mm-hmm. your body feels good more than likely your mind will feel good as well yeah but it's to get out of that situation mm-hmm. and like taking somebody out of that situation and go and do something positive so even if it's say uh, because we're talking a lot about exercise here even if there's someone that's in that environment they're not feeling good or like you don't even need to be sitting there to openly admit to yourself that i am depressed or i am sad or i have anxiety it doesn't need to be anything like that but if you just feel maybe not 100 percent doesn't have to be exercise just get out of the environment go for a drive because living in a rainy can't yeah. always go somewhere just get out and go do something basically is the gist that we're trying to get at here and don't sit in any sort of it's okay to feel probably pity for yourself yeah but it's, as yeah. long as you allow people to help you yeah it's so easy to think that you're only just feeling down because mm-hmm. there's people think that there's a there has to be like this turning point where you turn from being a wee bit sad to being depressed yeah but if you're feeling down over a, a continuous period of time that like you're you do have some sort of issue with your mental health yeah because boys might think that's uh, boys like 31 percent of students not thinking that their issue's serious enough because they maybe just think they just feel a wee bit sad mm-hmm. under pressure from work money pressure especially with students with the amount of Definitely. money that we pay like 100 i sometimes get a wee bit stressed out about money mm-hmm. and it's just you need to recognize that it's not just feeling sad and sometimes there is an issue there that needs to be rectified so yeah there's way more to it like yeah it doesn't as if you're not feeling 100 percent, we're not saying you're depressed or you have a major issue but why should you not be at 100 percent? yeah yeah everyone deserves to be at that high level feeling good and yeah everyone's gonna have their ups and down days again it doesn't mean you're necessarily depressed or going through anything but as long as you know yourself when it gets to a certain level right i need to take some certain yeah. action for this yeah but uh okay i think we've covered it enough on mental health there so we'll sort of go towards the physical side of the november campaign then yeah so the physical side of the november campaign if you can just enlighten us quickly is yeah to do so it's uh, about prostate cancer and basically general cancer so for men pr- and physical health. prostate refers to exactly the fun bags spuds the, the, yeah testicular cancer sorry i could have completely yeah. blanked so yeah. testicular cancer and prostate cancer what's the difference so what's prostate testicular is the the jubblies yep and Sack. prostate is you always see in those american shows where a dad goes and gets a prostate exam from the doctor That's and he bends the back over yep. and he gets a wee poke mm-hmm. but never got it on to me before so i don't know exactly what it is but it's creating awareness for those sorts for of those sort of things yeah i think i've seen it was yearly in the uk it's over three thousand men get diagnosed with prostate cancer i think Fuck, really so it's it's a serious amount and sometimes as we were saying earlier, men don't go to the doctor enough, mm-hmm. and therefore it develops even. It develops and it's a thing more. for younger men, prostate is it, or older men? Oh, it's mo- it's mostly older men. Okay, but it can happen to anybody. It can happen to anybody, and especially testicular cancer as well. And um, what are the sort of things you need to look out for with those sort of things? So I remember watching this morning, and uh, they were talking about testicular cancer, and uh, they were talking about how awkward it is for men to either ask someone to check for them, mm-hmm. or check themselves. But they said just when you're in the shower have a feel about and see if you can feel any irregular lumps okay. on, on the on your testicles um and they're saying it's they were saying this on this morning so i'm not making this up myself but they're saying if you have a girlfriend mm-hmm. if she if she ever notices, notices something weird for her to tell you or for you to ask her to have a check herself yeah um but it's just you need to men need to not be afraid anymore of like if you're not if i see boys walking around scratching themselves in fucking public take a minute while you're in the shower just to have a feeling and fucking like. run aside yeah. check what's going on there yeah. and sort it out i don't want it's you should really not be afraid 
to check there's something wrong you're better off find it early that's basically the gist of it isn't it yeah, yeah. find it early hit it on the head get it sorted go get it checked out i actually have a story of me going to the doctors right. to get my fucking nutsack looked at thank god at the time doctor was a mom this is i've never told anyone this story parents are like what do you need to go to the doctor for i was about 15 at the time i was like i need to go because i just something i was like there was something there that i've never seen before it was like a wee tiny tiny white lump i was like yeah. what the fuck is that on like the fucking on the sack yeah, right yeah. on the sack i was like what is this tried fucking removing it myself all sorts of crazy shit yeah, like yeah. nuts like oh anything to not go to the doctor. yeah anything to not go i was yeah. like at one stage i was like could i burn this off like <laughs> like there were some mad thoughts yeah, going through yeah. myself i was like right fuck it i'll go and you go to doctors and furnace the doctors i don't know how they do it there's there's a reason they go through the train through they're so professional yeah and they're like pull down charge i was like all oh, right okay for some reason in my head i thought i'd just go and tell him like oh no it's this you will have to go you will have to yeah. get this the, everything out and as someone at 15 that's probably i'd say 15 you're probably at your most what's, what would be the best term you're vulnerable vulnerable and skeptical and nervous about that sort of stuff i remember he goes to me are you sexually active i just went yeah i just i didn't even know what he was asking i was just like he's like have you had sex where i went yeah biggest life <laughs> I, I said yeah it's like he knew i knew it's like yeah. no that's what you, you hint to when what you, you hadn't lost your virginity by then because of I see you hint, yeah so i was just like uh yeah so he had a look then he took he's like i'm just gonna have to you know pop the gloves on have a look looked he goes yeah that's completely normal it was a blocked gland and he goes he goes that's completely normal sorted in matter of minutes yeah and as soon as i left I didn't have that sense of embarrassment or like what the fuck or anything. It was just like I'm not gonna have to take a torch to my balls here or like yeah, go for you surgery. Don't need to worry or anything. About yeah, it I don't need to worry about anything. And the reassurance that I had because that it wasn't as if I seen it one day and went right, let's go to doctors. This was going on a couple of months. Yeah, really, I just left. I was like, not going, not going. And that's made 15 years old. Like I'm sure there's people around that age maybe that are listening that could go through something similar. But you're older. Fuck me, you can courage up more oh, than what the 15 year old yeah. me did and go to doctors and get your junk checked yeah you don't realize that doctors literally do not give a shit no they see who you are you're our patient and all they want to do is make you better yeah that's literally the purpose of them and i cannot imagine some of the stuff they see on a daily basis like oh, 100%. god love that doctor oh i'm the same i've i've been to the uh the, the hospital yeah, the ball and cock doc with no the hospital now and i didn't get a male doctor oh did you not i had god love whoever she was it was a female nurse uh-huh. checking them out and I was young. I was younger than fifteen. I was mm-hmm. that. I was about. God, I was primary school. What's P six, P seven? What are you? P seven, you're eleven. So about ten. So about ten or eleven. I was there yeah, in the twisty. hospital with the nurse in there. Like all you can think about is they're judging me, but yeah. they're clearly not. No, it's clearly not. Like I was. I wasn't gonna go in there at fifteen and be like, "Wendy says monster hog." <laughs> he's gonna be like, "He's gonna be small cock." Like, it's like you're fifteen <laughs> years old. Get over yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, like, but even if you do have a female doctor, like i feel like men are like captivated by porn and like yeah, yeah. i'm gonna go to the dog she's gonna see it she's gonna be like that's awesome yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah i feel like, on, like our perception of like reality is definitely skewed by porn no. and you think that a lot of situations you go into people probably think oh this i've seen this yeah. on my either phone screen or laptop screen and this is gonna happen yeah and i like but it, it's not and I think the most important thing about going to the doctor is just getting checked out and the relief, as you said, that you mm-hmm. felt after coming yeah. back from the doctor. That's the most important that's, thing. It's not, it's, trust me, it is not worth it. Like yeah, It's yeah. not worth it to sit there every day because 
fuck me let's be honest like you go for a piss and all like you have it in your hand even if you're fat enough you can't see it yeah <laughs> you just can feel the thing like yeah, you're yeah. You experience your own fucking stuff every day. So you need to go and get a check. There's something you've noticed one day and not right. And yeah, people are going to throw an excuse of like, oh, COVID times, they don't want to go to the doctor and stuff. Phone the people. Like we have an awful culture at our age that people don't want to pick up the phone for anymore. Oh, I hate being on the phone. Like the anxiety of being on the phone for some reason with our generation is unbearable. Yeah. Like, like I think I would love to see some sort of test, put a, our generation on the heart monitor and let a phone ring. You have to answer that. It would blow the thing oh, up. Like I can't like make a reservation somewhere. No, on the, I love when they have the, the app. They have the app, yeah. The app where you can pick the time, the date, how many people you want to be there. Exactly. Add in a wee recommendation if you want. Mm-hmm. But I can't, like on the phone. I I can't even say I got food given down to me and it was wrong. Ninety nine percent of the time I would not speak up. <laughs> like really? I'm just afraid. Like it's just afraid to. And I get my mum to if mum's there, she would hundred percent just speak up and does not care. Me and Austin, we we were when we were in Galway there a couple. Oh fuck it. I'll now actually we were in Galway and we went to a place for food that's because one I can't remember and two I don't want to give them bad rap but <laughs> <laughs> we went and my food came out and we actually got a starter it took half an hour to come and I was like right that was a bit long but whatever didn't lift our plates away or anything waited 45 minutes because I was like I'm not saying anything but she was like she put the trousers on and was like I ain't like where the fuck is the yeah, food? Yeah. Like, woman was hungry. Like, get out of her way. Yeah, yeah. Someone, someone do something. This is gonna go. This is not gonna work out for you. So anyway, I finally got her food. I had like a chicken burger, the worst chicken burger I've ever had in my life. Disgusting. Like, I'd literally ordered a chicken lectin that had been sitting in my kitchen for two days. Yeah, like, yeah. it was disgusting. And I said to the guys, like, mate, I am so sorry. Like, trust me, I am not this person, but I cannot eat that. Yeah. He's like, do you want anything else? And at this stage, I just had a lot of pints, and I was like, I'm not even hungry. Please no. Um, what actually happened was our bill was meant to be because it was a site it was meant to be like 70 euro and he's like I could, I'll just give it to you oh really so now everywhere I go just complain complain <laughs> that's how you get free food <laughs> now everywhere I go it's like that was shit I no. don't know how you did that because I, I was I was near in fucking tears to the guy I was like mate trust me <laughs> I am so sorry I was like I will pay you more yeah. for this because I uh, 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 like gone he's like here's free drinks in the house here's whatever you need and all Jeez. I was just like I was like huh could do this again sometime. I might, I might start doing that because I'm like I. Also, she loved it. She was oh, like, she's like, that was so hot. That, that's a real man. <laughs> she's like, that, there we go. A, like there we that, go. that was hot. And I was like, real, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how you done that because me and uh, Megan were out for a meal and I hate like creamy sauces, right? Like coleslaw, mayonnaise, hate it all, right? And uh, got chicken wings. And when you get chicken wings, you think chicken don't want, wings don't want creamy we, sauce. We like, dips on the side and stuff. Mm-hmm. Chicken wings came out, lovely crispy chicken wings in this hot sauce, and doused like like a Dolce Vita chicken chip kebab doused yeah, swimming in, like like a mayonnaise, and I, oh mayonnaise wings yeah it was like mayonnaise on top of wings oh for like this, you know like on the chicken chip kebab yeah. all like that and I uh, looked at it and I was like I no way I can't, like I'll actually vomit if I eat I it. feel uneasy here now but she wasn't gonna say anything Ooh, I definitely mean? wasn't gonna say anything and I couldn't leave full plate of chicken wings so i got uh napkins right and each, oh, no. wing, each wing that i was about to eat had to like wipe off as much mayonnaise as possible <laughs> off the chicken wings and eat it and even there was still like residue of mayonnaise and i was nearly gagging just to get it down because i didn't want to come could have just became a spitter just <laughs> and i imagine i should just <laughs> like, i ain't swallowing that i ain't swallowing that but that's i just can't can't complain just can't speak up and that's the I used to be like that, but then I sort of often complain. I'm like, well, hang on, I'm not sitting here and letting her talk yeah, about yeah. me. I was like, again, I, mean, I know we said not to do this, but it was sort of that your macho instincts do kick in and be like, sorry, 
Yeah, I got. I got this. this. You don't worry yourself. Yeah. I got this. I got this. But uh, anything else on the physical side, or is that it? Really? No, I think I think it's just if you see any sign, mental health or physical mm-hmm. health, go get it checked out. So really, it's not as much the case with the mental health where if you see someone, you can help them, unless you're a girlfriend or a boyfriend, yeah. and you're down there, and you're like, "Hi, long second." Yeah, yeah. Feels different. Yeah. In my mouth. <laughs> i don't know what you be i don't know what that means don't even know what that means but yeah feel feel feelings mm-hmm. and feeling feels and feeling yeah okay i feel we'll like that. that's should if you trademarked fe- feelings yeah if your feelings, feelings. Are d- if you if your feel or feelings are different and you're allowed ask for help ask for help or Actually, no, I was going to say a bollet inside and don't tell anyone. That's not the purpose. <laughs> no, I don't think that's the purpose. <laughs> no, no, no. You I've, can't do that, I, but like, I don't think that's the purpose. I wouldn't advise that. Like, no, no. You're well, never too macho to fucking get your balls locked out or tell someone you're I not I think you're more manly like, if you ask for help. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think. I'm telling you, the women out there, that's hot. Uh, you went to a counsellor. That is hot, hot. Hot. You might even meet her at the counsellor. Tell me, tell me about your feelings. You might even be the counsellor. Oh, yeah. Don't even know. There you go. That's again too much porn. Too much porn. Too much porn. <laughs> but I feel like we should trademark that feelings and feel feelings and feelings feelings and feel yeah t-shirts coming soon there we go feelings Boom. that's, that's so the merch that's someone the merch. someone feel my feelings <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I want to focus on the moustache as well so tell us so the moustache how's it going for you you enjoy it like having it I, I like it to be fair because you look sometimes awful sometimes when Absolutely I look at awful. myself walking past Mara I can't even look at myself Right, because I'm just so goddamn ugly. But not the mustache. Sometimes I feel it. Sometimes you embrace it. I'm like, I feel because of this lockdown. I've got my hair booked in for Tuesday. Right, right. But I'm thinking of cancelling it and growing the hair out too. Okay. Just not not long, but like you know, flowing. Like slick back, like like McConaughey. Just, just yeah, like Matthew McConaughey. Just I feel like that and the mustache together. <laughs> yeah, that would get you. In, that would get you on the sex offender list. Killer, killer thing. <laughs> yeah. Killer team. That definitely wouldn't be allowed within the school radio. <laughs> I feel like when I'm walking past people and they look at me, I just feel a wee bit dead inside. Just, just funny. I think, see, as men, I feel like maybe, I hope this doesn't just make it sound like a proper deck here. I think men get this film. See, when anyone looks at them, they think that they're interested, especially when, do you know if a woman looks yeah, at you. Yeah. I, no matter who it is or what it is, just because I feel like on the flip side, you get women that be like, wait, they look at me. Every yeah. boy, anyone, look, even if you're a felon, you look at me, I'm like, even he would fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> Even, like, even, <laughs> even if you're it. rotten like the two of us sitting here oh, you just 100%. sit there like oh they want it they're oh, dying when you're sitting in a restaurant and like the waitress or waiter comes over and she's like what can I get for you and you're like she wants you. to fuck yeah the smile at <laughs> you're like oh gee oh, she wa- I'm sorry but she wants yeah. like, she wants. did me. you see that did you, did, did, was it just me I'll take this soup spoon <laughs> and cut the tension I will, that was but even with Instagram and stuff if somebody follows you you're like yeah. oh that's it yeah the they want to fuck. They want to fuck, but not with this mustache. No, no. What, does, what does your girlfriend think of it? What does Megan think of it? Uh, she's very supportive, but that's, <laughs> that's probably because yeah, it's for a good cause. A good I remember over answer. lockdown, I done it. I just the mustache, choice. like because I was sitting at home, I was like, I need to mm-hmm. like just do something for entertainment. Yeah. So I shaved it down, did the classic thing where I took photos every so often when I would shave it. Did the Ali G. <laughs> With a everyone does that whenever you shave whenever you do say shave you do all the different styles yeah, and the different yeah. things like Ali G then I went to actually started with a strap <laughs> long hair brutal terrible well, I used to actually rock a rock a fucking strap no, as my daily yeah 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 when I first got facial hair because really you get for, well you got facial hair when you are like 14 did you not you were yeah I, you're, you're, I was rocking it no like, I had to wait till I was like 18 and the first bit was there and hair didn't grow like it doesn't really grow now but yeah. it didn't grow at all so I just went chin strapped 
It's disgusting. That's even worse than the mustache. But yeah, Austin was like, she's like, it's not bad. I was like, are you having Oh, hundred percent lies. Then if you yeah. grew that there, she's like, thank God. Yeah, exactly. She's been the one encouraging me. She like, keep growing it. I'm like, now you're just seeing less on your face. I'm starting to get offended. And maybe she like bearded boys before because you didn't have a beard. In Paris, we were like seventeen when we met. I'm rocking this though. Yeah, no, this I'm is actually like I'm loving that. She's the woman today. She's like, I'm gonna leave up here, and I was like, damn right you are. <laughs> damn, damn right don't you even are. It, don't even touch it. Yeah, she was just like, I was just like, she wants to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> straight away. Straight yeah. away. Who, do you, who do you think are like the men with like who do you think rocks the best mustaches for going November game? Is there any big celebrities doing this year? I don't uh, even know. It's usually rugby players, like like a Dan Carter and all. Like Dan, he do one. Yeah, I think like nearly every team that you watch like half of them are doing uh-huh. November because easily just pull it off like mm-hmm. a, a mullet and a moustache but I feel like what do you call a boy from New Zealand has the mullet and the moustache he's like blonde isn't he I can't remember but that's oh, a fine man like like they're unbelievable looking with moustaches mm-hmm. and I have a Australian rules jersey mm-hmm. and the sleeveless ones yeah. and I wore it the other day uh, and I, like, I, I looked at myself in the mirror and I thought Jesus Christ I could play in Australia <laughs> Like a hundred percent, just with this mustache and the jersey, I, like I'm absolutely crap at whatever that sport mm-hmm. is, but I could definitely stand in the field or hang around kids' playgrounds or hang around. <laughs> I'm like playing football with them, but uh, no, yeah, the mustache, as I was saying at the start, it just creates awareness, it starts the conversation, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a bit of embarrassment, and that's the whole thing about charities, you know. As long as I think, as long as you know when it's over it's over like let it go like I don't know I feel like I could go to the end of, I could the start of December I think I could pull this off I don't know like I'm gonna keep this guy I don't think I'm gonna oh no I go. keep that if I, I, I only I only work with one other boy who's my boss actually and he doesn't care like so I don't see anybody else like on a daily yeah, basis yeah, like yeah. so it's not as if you're being scruffy or unpresentable or anything I'm just gonna keep embracing it and keep letting it go and do you have a I've asked a co- like three boys this mm-hmm. night and they've all had the same like see is there any tiny oh you're she's sick she oh, she's is sick because yeah. all three including me even though i've the dent there's a wee tiny like gap there where it's smooth as a baby's bum i can't really i, can't, I shouldn't be saying baby's bum with us <laughs> but uh like <laughs> yeah. smooth and never grows that's so weird so weird one thing i did was really annoying me about mine is sometimes turn into the fucking beard podcast but uh with this and that like yeah. Jesus Christ <laughs> I feel like this is the manliest I, podcast ever uh, fuck me I rage and do whenever you shave too far down I have to, you have to trim this shit away yeah, yeah, some yeah. men just grow the perfect amount do what suits their face yeah, yeah. like they don't have to shave any of this crap away have right? you not have you shaved too high before oh yeah where like it's loads, you're yeah. like sometimes where you don't get the line straight and then you go to fix the line and you accidentally go too high mm-hmm. and then you do that continuously for about five minutes and I was having like beards up to here and I'll, I'll I, I have and whenever I, I had like a good bit of weight on over lockdown like I would trim it too high and just be a wee bit of fat just hanging <laughs> like, oh I noticed that now with having no beard oh like, so yeah I'm sitting and I accidentally switch my camera to the front facing camera and sitting down I'm like neck has never looked so thick like Jack yeah like who the hell out Jack yeah but uh no yeah it's it's good it's it's fun to see people's reactions with the mustache and mm-hmm. I enjoy it who who saying is the best mustache? Like if you're going to idolize your mustache, who's who should we be going after here? Because I can, I definitely couldn't do just the mustache. That's sad in its own. Like did you ever see? Did you see my story the other day? Who when was I it? was putting up a picture of me of oh sorry what <laughs> I uh, what I think I look like and what I actually look like. No, two two it? celebrities. <laughs> but the way that I wish I looked like, uh, yeah, I don't know his actual actor. He's an actor, but I don't mm. know his real name. But he plays by Jack, and this is us. Slick. Slick black hair, long black hair, and this mustache pulls it off. <laughs> pulls it off. Unreality. I, I like, feel like if I had money 
if he was there, he probably was like. Do you know what it is? It's like if see if you're shredded enough, like rugby players, do whatever you want. Do whatever, because I'll not tell you that they're you're wrong. Do you want? Or you're rich enough? Like there was I seen one the other day. Who was it? Martin Skirtle. No, Martin Skirtle's not yeah. bald. No, what? He's not bald. He chooses to be bald. Who chooses to be bald? Exactly. But uh, he must have like some a serious receding hairline. No, no. Or something. He's grown it out. I've seen photos of it. Perfect hairline. Just a chosen. Is he Serbian or something? Chooses the bald life. That is. I love that new Snapchat filter, the bald one. Oh, I seen you put up your brother in the gym. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I was like, who is he training with? Like, <laughs> who is this random man? <laughs> random wee old man. Like. I feel like that was that that was brought that should have been brought out over lockdown to stop people from shaving their heads. Yeah, you could have just seen. Yeah, that was actually like, a shout because it was. I, I was this close to doing it no at way. one point. I didn't even get my hair, hair like cut. I know you. And now my mom, your mom, brother, and all tackled it. Yeah, I just left it to grow like a, like a mane, like Ugh. a lion's mane. Like a do you know my mane. biggest hate is, and I felt sick today going to the bar. See when her starts touching my ears, I have that now. Like. Oh, it makes me physically ill. Like yeah. I can just feel it, like on my big, fu- big fat, stupid ears. I'm just like, oh, I have to get the trimmer and just do you do it yourself. Like just tap it around, <laughs> like just to stop it from going over my ears. Because I, I, I feel like yourself. a. Somebody looked at me with this moustache and er, like her growing over my ears. Mm-hmm. I'd look like one of those Gallagher brothers. <laughs> with a, and if I wore glasses and a bag. You'd be talking into the mic this whole show like, man, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so yeah, that's the, that's the moustache. Embarrassment to raise awareness. You know? Embarrassment to raise awareness. Yeah. Uh, right, anything else we need to cover before you're, before you're gone? I think that's sort of... Oh no, actually, yeah, we'll start, we'll, well, how long have we been going here? We've been going for 40 minutes, Jesus. Jeez, time flies. Time flies when you're fun. having fun and talking about pedo moustaches. Talking about pedo moustaches and serious... Serious conversations. I feel like we went from one extreme to the other. I this feel podcast. like we just started off a sentence with a serious topic and then ended up talking about... Absolute muck. Yeah. Muck. Yeah. What's your take on... I have to cover this because I'm not going to do an episode before next week. The fabulous Northern Ireland executive. Oh. executive. Uh, so, found out last night mm-hmm. of the two week after a one week open two weeks mm-hmm. off so this has been recorded the day after that announcement yeah, yeah so um 20th november but absolutely shocking like last night when i found out i was fuming because like i'm really interested in politics mm-hmm. like i in 17 and stuff i wanted to go do politics get into politics um but you wouldn't want to be a politician in northern ireland because it's absolutely shocking but i just think after the promises that they made last week remember yeah. the whole shambolic leaving it to the last minute mm-hmm. uh the dup using their veto twice yep uh to block two votes that had the backing of four out of five parties in order to secure writing in like to order to secure business restaurants and pubs opening up in writing yep they wanted that so they got it mm-hmm. and then a week later they're like oh by the way i know you've ordered all your stock and stuff in to open up next week by the way but you'll not even have an opportunity to open up to get rid of that stock because <laughs> yeah. you're going to be closed for technically so pubs and restaurants are closed for another three weeks not even two from what i've like my knowledge in this is very limited but from what i've gauged is the r rate hasn't gone down since their two week that's why they're extending it yeah, yeah. so the issue couldn't be what the lockdown for the last two weeks it's sitting at 0.8 and rising supposedly that's what the medical evidence shows but the evidence that comes out with the transmission rates mm-hmm. in england i know england's a wee bit different but england had completely different completely different <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah same national anthem you know. of the lads but uh <laughs> they were shown because they had statistics for you know cafes and restaurants and stuff because uh-huh. they had they were open when we didn't have them open and cafes restaurants gyms 
had the lowest impact on transmission rates. Right. And they were all closed. And then at the very top of the list, you had, uh, you had like Tesco's, mm-hmm. you know, like shopping, grocery shopping. You had schools and you had something else at the very, very top. And they all stayed open. So it just doesn't make sense. But I think the whole, it's, first of all, we were lied to at the very start of the lockdown. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, they told all the pubs and all to close by six o'clock yep. on the Friday. But they didn't have the, didn't input the law until half ten that night. Mm-hmm. So all they the pubs and restaurants sta- could have stayed open because they didn't, they didn't do it in time. So they lied. Well, I presume part of the promise was we'll close at six o'clock now so you can reopen at six o'clock. Yeah, when it comes no, back no, open. but they, 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 they said basically that it was going to be law by six o'clock. Oh, right, And okay. it wasn't law wasn't. until half ten. And then you come to all the promises by the 27th, all pubs and restaurants can mm-hmm. open. So order all your stuff in. Like I booked two restaurants for yeah. the 30th and the start of December. Mm-hmm. And they've been cancelled now. But obviously they had to order in food for their new menu. Oh, yeah. And Jesus drink. Christ. And then did you see Cargo by Vertigo? Yep. They've got all the new pods and stuff. So they've yeah. had to bring all them in. And then now they've been told oh, by the way, we won't open until the 10th of December, at least. Yeah. Because they're talking about more restrictions in December. I, I can't see them opening them up again anytime soon. How could you trust them? I know. You, you can't trust a word that comes out of either them. And people have been saying, and it is understandable, like, the the boy that owns most of the pubs and restaurants in Belfast, he owns, like, the merchants and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're saying that he laid off a load of people and all he wants, all he cares about is his profit margin. And they don't like they're getting paid by the government and the people are getting furloughed. Right. So they're really not losing anything. But the the whole point of a business is to make business profit. Make yeah. And like that's not a people, crime to want to make money. No, like. exactly. <laughs> that's the whole point of a business. And especially now, I don't I don't think the government's going to pay shops, uh, the money that they would make from the increase. Like they're going to make more money now because it's Christmas time. Yeah. But I think they're just going to get a base rate that they were getting during like summertime. Oh no doubt. Yeah. So they're not going to be making money, and that's what businesses are supposed to do. Yeah, they're almost being punished for being a business. Really. I know, like, exactly. It's so stupid. I think, like, if this lockdown they bring back in, like, if hairdressers and all them places are so dangerous, why the fuck are you opening them up for another week? Yeah. Oh, it's not that big of an emergency if yeah. you're letting them open up for a week. No one will get infected this week. We'll take two weeks off. Everyone yeah. good. I think they should just do one weekend every single month where everyone's allowed to go nuts. Just let everyone yeah, out. Like, That's my approach. Or... Just one weekend, everyone go, fuck, wah. And yeah. then after that, it goes, right, everyone's in lockdown again. Yeah. I would take one... Mo- if you had... So if next year Ford says it doesn't go away, please God said it does. Oh, we'll not even be talking about it this time next year. <laughs> For people already over the age of like 60, I'm not taking that vaccine. Oh, the freaking... Me- the <laughs> I don't care if this vaccine doesn't work. Give it to, every- give it to <laughs> everyone over the age of 50 or 60. Shut and up. let me get involved <laughs> and get a pint. Uh, get me down to the pit for the atmosphere. <laughs> get me down to the pit for the Some atmosphere. atmosphere, please. Serious atmosphere. But yeah, it's... I just don't understand. Like Tesco's and stuff. So they'll be open and you can buy clothes in Tesco's but you can't go down to Primark and buy clothes. Yeah. But the Northern Ireland I actually I'm starting to think now that the whole fucking peace agreement doesn't work. Oh it does like, not at all. Yapping like kids last week and it's not gonna work. And you see people Naomi Long was saying that she's gonna quit if the UP use their veto again. So it's it's just it it's sham it's shambolic up there. This is this is the best take I took from it and how long was the executive out for? Two and a half years. Oh, yeah, it was the longest. In, it was the longest a government's ever been out, but it didn't count because we weren't a full government; we're a devolved government, so we couldn't even get that record. <laughs> well, we achieved more. I think it was two and a half years. We achieved more in terms of equality and rights, and you can keep me correct on this because you're feeling more so equality and rights in them two and a half years than we ever had with um, with an executive. Because uh, it was forced through by the English. We government, achieved more the without government. them yeah. than we ever have with them. Yeah. 
uh, not ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 mad the way like some people's basic rights had to be forced through by a government overseas mm-hmm. because our government couldn't agree over a couple of issues. Couple of I know they're serious issues. Yeah, but in some people's eyes, but your job is to sort the issues out, and that's what you're getting paid for. Yeah, and no doubt they're getting paid well for it. And some people, I've seen a couple of votes abstain from voting, mm-hmm. so they just don't vote at all on some of the things. But I'm like you're getting your wages paid to vote on these issues and you're not even doing that basic thing of, of voting. One thing I find interesting is the amount of people that had interest in the American politics. Oh, compared to me. Well, it's all right having interest in it because it obviously it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, but yeah. then people, a lot of people who are very invested in that or maybe do look at it and watch it and stuff like that aren't invested in their own politics. Yeah, it's yeah. so interesting to me how you can be so invested in something that's happening the other side of the is it Atlantic? Yes, Atlantic. Having an ocean. <laughs> yeah, the other side of the ocean. Yeah. Like. Whereas the stuff here that directly affects you is going to left. Do you think there'll be any sort of changes, or we'll see anything from the change in presidency in America, or what's going to be the big stuff uh, coming in? Well, geez, people hate both of them because uh, they're both white men. Mm-hmm. But I think Joe Biden was the best candidate. Maybe not because he's clearly not the picture of health no. but uh i think the he's positive, someone you should be asking are you okay Take are, me you, for a walk. are you okay <laughs> are you feeling and how are your feelings has but, anyone checked your balls lately <laughs> <laughs> but uh no i feel like you've seen the parties and stuff after it got announced yeah i think the most important thing is that everyone is happy mm-hmm. and especially in america where it is gone to shit at the minute it's gone over two hundred fifty thousand deaths from yeah COVID, with covid not from covid yeah. but uh i feel like he was the best choice for positive mindset but I've seen some of the things that he's going to sign executive orders in his first 100 days of taking $56,000 off student debt for each student. Right. Um, he's going to reverse some bills that uh, Donald Trump brought in about the Dreamers program that basically mm-hmm. Donald Trump wanted to get rid of, uh, deport children who were born to illegal immigrants, but I'd like say they're 10 now. Yeah. So they're living in America all their lives now and they're up to 10 mm-hmm. and because they were born illegal immigrants the one that he wanted to shoot shoot them out of the country do you think will they continue on with the wall and stuff like that no i think they've seen the wall it's pretty fucking you can mad. just walk through it yeah do you know what, what i find funny is like for whatever your take on the wall is but the reason people are so upset about the wall in my opinion is because they're doing dodgy shit to get past the wall wait yeah. like if if that was me and i was a fucking drug cartel in mexico i would be pretty outraged too if my impact was if my livelihood was affected by your fucking wall it was going yeah, up yeah I don't. I, I never seen the great harm in a wall. Maybe I'm very naive of that, but oh, but I think it especially, and you even see it here with people going through the back channels to get into the country. Mm-hmm. You've seen, frig, it was all over the news for a while about uh, people getting boats from yeah, the refugees from France. Uh-huh. But like, it's these criminals that are like exposing these vulnerable people who would pay anything to make their family safe. Mm-hmm. Like how. I remember who was I think it was Brendan Shaw was talking about like how desperate would you need to be to risk your family's lives in order from to move from one place to another like you would only do that if you're desperate and yeah. if, if anybody who complains about that was put in their shoes you would do it yourself oh, 100% and then these criminals are making it like this came from Brendan Shaw this came from Brendan Shaw yeah, he's talking about from Mexico coming to America <laughs> My God. I've never heard him talk yeah. like, that's the first time I've heard him talk. Joe Rogan so must have said it, and then he just he just absolutely did. Yeah, <laughs> just 
one of his I couldn't agree more when he's reading off the, the <laughs> script I couldn't agree more yeah but uh, so yeah I think if you were putting their shoes you would do whatever you can to get your family across mm-hmm. and the racist UK government is doing whatever they can to keep them out keep them out putting wave machines in, in the no sea way. to like make it more difficult for no boats way. that's a conspiracy theory no that's I'm being pretty bit hell Pretty Patel was saying even to have, you know, like when people come over, they have to go through like assessment and Immigration stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she wanted those centers <laughs> to be on this deserted island. On this like deserted <laughs> island. So it's basically like, we're not racist in the UK, but keep all the immigrants on like a, a place where we can't see them. Mm-hmm. We're not racist, but we just don't want to see them. <laughs> and Shona thought this like so the de- the island was described as just this like absolute wasteland mm-hmm. that they wanted to build these centers to put all the people and keep them there. Tommy Tiernan used to have a great bit. It was about uh, what was it? It was like one of the first times he appeared on Live with the Apollo, and he was talking about how like these refugees from like Kazakhstan or something like that there made it the whole way to Australia by boat. Because there's not even a fucking coastline in Kazakhstan. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> if they have gotten the whole way from Kazakhstan, the whole way to Australia with a boat, let them land them. They have some skills we need. Yeah, it's like they have rowed a boat down the fucking <laughs> road into the sea and the whole way to Australia. Let them Absolute in. Absolutely bore They don't. Um, but yeah, I know. So. Yeah, oh, I don't know. There's just so many things fucked at the minute. Uh, did you see about what do you call him Kevin Hart's new special no he I've released seen, one uh, from I started home. it yeah from home yeah so I weird. wonder what he's going to talk about I watched a bit like, of it all he does is talk about his kids and I watched a bit of it it's so strange it is so so is strange he, is he like sitting in his living room like us or is he like out he's in, not sitting in his he's not sitting, backyard no he's not sitting like this he's got a fucking stage and like everyone's sitting on like big massive sofas and was there people there yeah, yeah there's people there Jesus Christ yeah but like you could, what? you can clearly see in the special. Like whenever you go to like comedy shows, big comedy shows, like if I laugh, you feel you need to laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the way. But you can clearly see in his house because there's not a massive crowd. I laugh and you don't find it funny. Yeah, yeah. He does a bit about something like issue with women or something like that there, and like women this wrong is, and you can clearly see the boyfriends will piss themselves off, but the girlfriends are something yeah, yeah, yeah. not bad. Uh, like the like, small group really exposes. You can really notice laugh. the rea- you can really notice the reactions yeah, within. Yeah his performance and stuff like that. Another way, have you seen uh, a good podcast recommendation was uh, Two Birds, One Cave. Have you been watching it? Tom Segura uh, and I've watched Bert. the one with uh, Joey Diaz. Yeah. And they like cut up this emu or something. Yeah. That's, it's actually, Bert, I, I don't, his podcast is really good he does with Tom, but uh, his new Netflix show is actually quite good as yeah, well. Yeah, so it, like it is, it is good uh, on Netflix, um, but some of them bikes are mad. And they're in oh, the worst shape possible too. They're not like <laughs> those three boys, like uh, Bert and Joey and stuff. Terrible shape. No, disgusting. Like disgusting. The shape, most like. pinnacle of unhealth. Like yeah, I know. Rotten looking. But I love a good uh, Netflix special. Mm-hmm. Love a good. Like Netflix you're show. obviously a big fan of comedy as well. Like yeah, yeah, like you love a good special and stuff. There's not really anything coming out. Interesting thing about your boy Bert that did that show. He does a re- uh, driving tours. I've seen them talking about that on the podcast. He does driving tours, so he like it's a similar sort of thing. People drive in, but the weird thing is, you'll see one car laughing, the next car not laughing because yeah, you can't yeah. hear anybody else. Yeah, yeah, and he can't really he can't gauge come off from, your feedback yeah, like yeah. and how things are going and stuff. Why did you start that down uh, the Molly Car Park with McDonald's? Because <laughs> you imagine, like, <laughs> imagine you stand there all the by racers. Did you ever fuck up? Did you ever shut the fuck up? Getting, sitting there with a wee McFlurry and their chips. I just go up to people's car windows, like. Off steamy windows. Or <laughs> What's going on in here? Here you may get your McDonald's and before is that closing? It's all closing. Like the drive through. Yeah, takeaway isn't all closing. I haven't had a McDonald's in a month. You'll have, but guaranteed when it opens back up, you'll be getting one. 
and you'll have put on very nessus. Yes, like that was the classic McFad bastard or something. McFad. Like <laughs> picture it like a sna- uh, Instagram of like the VM or something. So what there. are you going to be doing over lockdown then, since there's no gyms? Uh, just continue to get shredded now. I have no Brilliant. idea. Like, uh, I've actually sadly enough I've gotten into cycling. Really sadly enough, like yeah, I've got an old road bike that I've been out on, going out at least once a week, like racking up about an routine five k and ten k, like on a cycle, but. I don't know. When you're on a bike, I just feel like such. I just feel like such a wanker. Like, Why? do you have all the lycra? Fuck no. Oh, I'm not. No. I'm not sure. I'm not. You need to get into that. Mm-hmm. Sure, you see men like your e wheelers dropping about, and you can see every nook and cranny. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. You, you don't need to be feeling for anything. You can fucking see things growing off oh. them. Like, disgusting. Like start shaving my legs and all. No. I just feel like such an asshole because you only whenever you drive and you see someone on a bike, you're like what. <laughs> yeah, yeah and taking up half the road too. yeah no i like i like literally as if i'm like on the fucking grab out of the curb like as tight as possible and almost apologies everyone going oh, past you're me, a like, good man because there's boys that i stop at traffic lights everything like you know like tucking the side and like wave people on and all i feel like such a prick like cycling proficiency at it's best no it's just it's disgusting it's it's like i feel sh- nothing wrong with cycling but it's just feel shameful doing it like it's oh, so disgusting it's a, I know i'd rather do anything bar run anything running is Horrible, and I only do it at night because I don't want anybody to see me. My brother, he got a headlamp. He's Did he? With a headlamp. <laughs> so he My is. dad always tells me to wear the high vis. I'm like, no, I don't want people yeah. to see me. That's like, no, uh, fucking sno- a full bottle of clavos. They're gonna be never make snoods. Just full bottle full clavos. Ba- I'm a- but imagine you running past somewhere with a full bottle of clavos. There's enough boys around Yuri down the south around here running back <laughs> on. Don't need me fucking sprinting around with anyone. But yeah, what is what are we up to? There's a good fifty six minutes. So I'm gonna wrap it up there. Well, is there anything else we need to close on? Um. No, I don't think so. I think we. I think we covered everything. I think we first fifteen minutes probably a bit heavy. heavy. Say. But if you stuck along this far, for our play days, don't know how you did it. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, again, if you want to donate to Jack Instagram, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, Jack MCC nineteen ninety seven. Jack MCC nineteen ninety seven, or just go on to Movember, donate money. Yeah. Your money's going to a good cause to help people support those that are going through bad mental health issues with men and physical issues with men as well. Support. Uh, of course, this doesn't just last for the month of. November, no. men's mental health all year round needs to be catered for, especially coming into like the darker months as well now. So Christmas time can be a really happy time for people, a lonely time for people, especially what we're going on with. And again, uh, check your balls. Check your balls, check, check your feelings. Check your feelings, check your ass. Check everything. Just Or get somebody else to check it for Or you. get someone else to check it for yeah. you. Feelings and feeling. Feelings and feel. We'll leave it on that. Uh, thanks so much everyone for watching. I really appreciate it. Uh, again donate to Jack's cause I'll be donating straight after this as well and yeah we'll see you all again in the next one thanks thanks yeah.